Hey guys, welcome to the Raw Podcast by Juno Experiences. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Raw, Alliance Raw, our weekly podcast. <laughs> this is fairly new guys, so you gotta bear with me and my eccentricness of the whole situation. But my name is Chuck. And we are having a weekly podcast on many different topics, on things that concerns young adults and mainly us in the church also. But today, our topic series this month, our topic series is on marriage and ministry. All right. And I'm also here with some fellow co-hosts in this place, <laughs> um, the Beans, Brian and Audra Bean. Hey, 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 All Chuck. Right. <laughs> All right, so today, and this first topic on marriage and ministry, we will be talking about do I intimidate my spouse through my ministry? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a heavy one. <laughs> All right, so awesome. So, huh, let's who takes first. Any one of y'all can jump into it. Do I intimidate my spouse through ministry? Do, do, I was right? gonna say, should I ask you this? <laughs> <laughs> should I ask you do I intimidate you? Yeah, I guess we but um I I know we know from experience with just you know being in ministry together that I mean I my 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 mindset is personally is I can never be in competition with myself. Mm. Right. Because you know the, the two of us are one, so she winning, I winning, you know, we we doing what the Lord said, do, and you know, and above all that, you know, we in the kingdom, so if we in ministry together, mm-hmm. you know, I can't be in competition, you know, all of us just working for one king, you know? Right. I think one of the things, too, we could consider, uh, probably could ask is, if I do, then why do I? Yeah. Like, what would be the reason that I would intimidate myself? Because like Brian said, if we won, that means if I look good, you look good. That's that's like we often, we often crack each other. Like, if he's going out um, and I'm not with him, I'll be like, hey, hey, you better fix your principle up yourself because you represent me. You know, don't go there looking at any guy you represent me. And the honesty and like vice versa. Right. Like, I often say, I do my hair. I love myself as much, yes. But I do my hair and thinking of, what would you think about it? How would this look to you? So the same thing for me works in ministry. So if I think in intimidation, then I, I, I think we're doing it wrong. Yeah, you have to say, okay, am I doing, am I as the one who's who the intimidator, you know, whether right. I'm intentionally doing or not intentionally yeah. doing? Is it something that I'm giving off mm-hmm. that is causing it to be a intimidating competition type wide? Or is it, you know, um, is it insecurity in the spouse? Mm. You know, so which is it? It, it calls for an introspective look and, yeah. and to look and see how we are doing ministry. Because sometimes we do things in a way where we don't realize where we have just a, a, a hint of pride in it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. even though we're doing it for the Lord, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, showboatishness in it, mm-hmm. a little bit of pride. And, you know, the Lord has to work that out of us. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes your spouse is the mirror that the Lord uses to say, hey, hey now, you. You, you need to cut this out because this, this type of behavior is dysfunctional and toxic. Toxic for the body. Right. And and and, and if it's toxic for the body of Christ, wouldn't the person, the, the, the part of the body that's closest to you feel the effects first? 
Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, like the if there's an infection, an infection in, in, in my finger and my um thumb, wouldn't wouldn't the thumb, the finger next to the thumb, um feel it first? Right. You know. So your your spouse sometimes helps you to look at yourself and and too. I, I, from from the other aspect, I can't feel intimidated from my spouse doing ministry because, like, the, the top, the name of this podcast, Raw. Right. You know, when a lion roars, a lion doesn't get intimidated by its own roar. Yeah. So basically, when that, just... that person is, is, is <laughs> exercising and moving in the power of God and That should excite you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's my, it's, I, I'm, we're one. Right. Yeah. So they flexing their muscle in the spirit. Yeah. You know, that and along with being one, you, you bring differences. Yeah. Because how boring would it be if we both function together in ministry? Mm. How dry would it be? Yeah, like I don't I don't want and you know, I often tell him this. I'd say I say, babe, babe, I don't you know, your brain is still freak me out after being married for seven years. We dated for we dated for a year, well two years before we got married. I knew each other for eight years before I that. I knew each other for eight years before that. So I said, You your brain still just freak me out how your brain process things. Right. And how stuff come out of him, you know, and he releases words and nuggets. Like how do you get all of them together? But I'm not intimidated by that. What that has done for me honestly is Force me to want to be better and more diligent yeah. in studying up the word. Mm-hmm. I want to understand the word. So I ask him, like when we're doing certain things, I say, hey, babe, I need your brain for this. I literally say that. I need your brain for this. So, and I'll throw what it is that I'm thinking or I'll start it. And then time as I throw that to him and his brain start processing that, when he come back to me with what he get, mm-hmm. it just be mind blowing. So if, if we if we in competition though, or if I'm intimidated, intimidated by that strength that he has, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to benefit from the strength. Because mm-hmm. that's a strength that I don't have. Now the flip side to us is, there are times when he knows that he wants an atmosphere at a certain point. What do we do? He call his wife. Babe, you got to do it. Because he know right now, I'm, I'm not going to do what, I, what it needs. I need your voice and your sound to go yeah. out. Right. You know, sometimes my ministry is going to break the ground and make the way for her. And sometimes her ministry yeah. breaks ground and makes way for me. You know, we work in tandem. Um, it's like this. I can't be mad. Like the bio, let's keep up in, in marriage counseling. Um, when we first were, when we first were getting married, first to be second get married. Right. Anyway, <laughs> when we initially did marriage counseling, right. um, to be fruitful and multiply, right. and that's in all areas of your life. That's not just in your body. We, our job is to make sure that our spouse is fruitful mm-hmm. in every aspect. And, and that's in ministry as well. So I, when she bears fruit, I can't be mad that there's fruit. Mm-hmm. Because that's my job to make sure that she's fruitful. And likewise, you know, we can't be mad because there's fruit. Because uh, we benefit from the fruit. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we only can talk about each other because, you know, that's the life we live. Right. When Judah experiences first happened, when Judah first happened, um, that was her vision. Right. As a single woman, the Lord gave it to her. Right. And as... We started to talk and and and, and um, get together, and we got married. You know, even though it was her vision, the Lord still married me into the vision. You know, I didn't force myself in there. You know, the Lord just made a way that you know I became a part of that of that ministry, right? And added to it because yeah, you know, yeah. I just trying to add to her, and because I was trying to add to her, I ended up adding to the ministry. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a good place to talk about intimidation. Yeah, because when Judah experiences started, we started with just prayer initiatives, worship initiatives, 
we did a couple of what we call happy hours, which was supposed to be just an opportunity place for young adults to come. Um, you know, just free. We had live music. We had, you know, artists singing. We had um, poets. So it was that kind of atmosphere. But when Brian and I got married, the creative part of Judah Experiences came out in a whole different span that I didn't even know about. Wow. So when people see Judah now, they figured that, okay, well, Audra came up with the whole, some of it. No, I didn't. Judah was, I, I was just open and, and hearing the Lord enough to say, we, I'm going to do this thing. But when he came, he shifted it into a whole different zone. So now when we're talking about creative, we're doing creative tips. We're talking about having teaching sessions. We're talking about having a whole creative conference, um, different things like that. And youth training, youth, youth, right. youth consultation, that type All of stuff. All of that kind of stuff. He, his, the grace that's on him came in, com in combination with the creative part of me that I didn't even know existed. So we, we push each other in ministry. You're right. We don't pull each other down. No. Right. No. Yes. So so it takes intimidation out of the equation altogether because if anything, I feed off of you. All right. All right. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. So my question is now, because you all kind of answered my other part of the question, because I because my next question is going to be sometimes men are intimidated by their spouse in ministry. I was going to ask why do we think this happened, but technically speaking, you already kind of answered all that in a broad spectrum. Right. But I have a question for you, um, Ms. Audra. Uh, <laughs> my question is to you: Is what can what can we do as men to show our wives support? Let me ask you this question. Maybe, maybe not. Anyone ever answer? But. <laughs> Cause I like I think about it now, like say it out loud. Yeah. I'm saying like, it's okay, a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but what can we do to show our wives support and also not let pride get in the way? And I think I would I would want you to answer, and Brian can probably answer later on, and I can probably give a perspective as a single man. Okay. But I think the reason why I want you to answer is because the fact that Brian kind of got married into the ministry. Mm -hmm. And he did some things where the public would have shown you support mm -hmm. and showing that he didn't was not intimidated. Mm -hmm. And he also knew what he carried. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. that when before our very first Harpin Bowl was 2013, March of 2013, we weren't engaged as yet. Mm -hmm. We were just talking. Right. And when preparing for that was was easy. For the very first time in doing stuff with Judah because I had him. Mm. So I would say just be present and be open. And when I say open, that's your ears. So which means listen to what it is that she's saying. Mm. Listen to her needs and be open to what it is that she's looking for. There was stuff concerning that night that I didn't think about, but he answered it. Wow. Like, for an example, um, we had a conversation about creating, having a bowl, to actually have a bowl and a harp. Mm -hmm. um, so, of course, in my mind, I tried to figure out how we could do this. Okay, go find someone to create this, make this. He come, he knew someone to do it. He find a person to do it, got it made. Did, picked it up. Picked it up the whole night. Wow. I, I didn't have to worry about that kind of stuff. He was present. He answered a, he answered a cry that I didn't even verbalize verbally to that extent. Wow. Um, and even with different things, with as we're preparing the night, he were able to give suggestions for person to participate. You know, so I would say be present, be present, and be 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 present and open and hearing what it is that the need is. 
and and also be comfortable knowing what you carry mm-hmm. as a man. But you know what you carry, you know what your your capability in ministry is. Mm-hmm. Then you won't be intimidated by hers because, yeah. like she said just now, I gave suggestions. Yeah, I didn't make commands on no. who, who should be on the program. Why? Because this is this was her ministry. This was her event. Mm-hmm. So I was just suggesting, you know, babe, you might want to think of this one or that one, you know, and because I didn't have to command it, I did not come to, to push and force my who I am. I carried enough weight that I didn't have to force anything. Because sometimes we 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 don't know who we are. We don't know the weight that we carry. We force things, mm-hmm. and, and we end up breaking stuff, you know. Right, but. Who you are should carry enough force and credibility that when you 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 could just um, fit right into it. You know you don't have to break it. And also too, as uh, my one of the things I would say to even to the women to the women, make sure now not to be married. Mm-hmm. And she has some ministry, and I have my ministry. Well, I had ministry before Judah, mm-hmm. and that's another thing because I was involved in ministry. We would do. I was doing my own prayer initiatives. I was doing right. um, step teams. I was doing any and everything. The Lord put me in. Right. You know, we were having. Um, I was having my own parties, um, mm-hmm. Christian parties, and stuff like that. You know, so I wasn't intimidated by her. But also, too, when you when you bring your ministries together, be comfortable in your roles. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she was able. I was. She's able to be submissive when I say, "Boy, babe." I don't think that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. She doesn't jump up and say, well, I started this and you... No. She says, boy, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I trust the Holy Spirit in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I trust you as a man um, to submit. Or even when she says, baby, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'm be like, ah, <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, let's, let's, let's see what God said. Yeah. You know? And she used to laugh at me. She was like, um, when I when she say something, or somebody say something, I say, let's see what the Lord say about it. Mm. And she used to laugh. She's like, oh Lord. But I was serious, generally serious, you know, because I submitted myself to the Lord, mm-hmm. you know. So her submitting to me wasn't no thing because I submitted to God. Yeah. Okay. So I, I have another question. That's one of the things. One of the things you you all have said, and and here's my next question is, um, how do you handle a woman, a wife actually. How do you handle a wife that does not really want support in that particular area of ministry? Because we talk about marriage and ministry. So definitely speaking, what if she already has all the equipment, all the equipment and stuff like that? How do you fit into that mode? What if she doesn't really want you That's to help her? Well, the thing is, because you're her husband, mm. the Lord brought you there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it may not even be a ministerial reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Your ministry may be to support her emotional needs. Mm-hmm. Right. Your ministry may be to just make sure that she don't have to worry about nothing as it pertains to um, the man, the side of the home. Mm-hmm. You know, to be that distresser, to right. be that um, you know, where where I don't have to worry no more about you know um, how the, the the house is gonna run. I don't have to worry about you know all those things. So. And, and I want you to know that, that my wife, that Audra, is a strong and capable woman. Right. And we, we, and she was an independent woman. Both of us got married in our 30s. So we had our flow, our single flow down path. We knew. Yeah. We knew. And she, one time I had to rowel because 
um, her car broke down, the tire broke, got flat, and she changed it herself. And I was like, why didn't you call me? She said, why do I need to call you? I can do it. I mean, you don't need to no <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I, but, but don't force yourself in there. Right. Yeah. If if the, if it's the Lord's will for you mm-hmm. to to take a more upfront or mm-hmm. a supportive role in ministry, yeah, it's gonna get done. Yeah. But don't let the flow of the Lord be what it is. Yeah. The key too is knowing roles. You know, know your role and know where you fit. And, and not everybody who get together necessarily mean that. Okay, we are we are like our case. Correct. Brian preacher. You know, I can sing. Pray and to see and to say all that other kind of stuff, right? But not everybody <laughs> have that. You may be you may be the preacher and you may be marrying a business person, right? Yeah. Don't try force that fit for that person to be what it is that you're looking for because wow. you see someone else being that. No, find your fit. Your fit may just be to bring the business side, to bring structure, to bring order, to bring um, partners. Mm-hmm. That's just as good as you laying somebody out. Right. You may be, you you may be the networker. You may be the social, right. butterf- yeah. the social butterfly that yeah. can um, bring networks and bring people yep. and spares the yep. influence. Because yep. some ministers, after they minister, after they do whatever they got to do in ministry, they don't want to be bothered. No. <laughs> you know? No. I just want to know. Don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I already did a retreat. Yeah. 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 Know the role and don't try and fit fit your marriage into something somebody else's own that you see yeah. that you admire or you figure you idolize. No, create your find your flow. It's gonna take conversations. Yeah, a, and a, a threefold a threefold conversation. One, you're gonna need to have a conversation with yourself. Right, and a conversation with your spouse or your intended spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you need to discuss these things before you get to the eye. Yeah. yeah, and then it's gonna take a conversation foremostly with God. Mm-hmm. The, and finding out God, how how do I work? Because sometimes that's the problem. You don't know how you function in ministry. Yeah, you don't know your own purpose and role. That's, True. that's really good. True. I love that. I love, I love that. The truth, truthful conversation. Yeah. One with your spouse, one with yourself, mm-hmm. and most importantly, one with God. The, the most important conversation is one with God. That's, that's the most, and that's the most common conversation right there. With one with God. And, and and anytime, anytime you talk about team ministry, yeah. Jesus says, make them one. As you and I are one, and he's talking mm-hmm. to the Father, mm-hmm. yeah. and he was talking. To, so you have to be, you have to be one with, with Jesus and one with each other. You have to know. It's almost like jump rope. Mm-hmm. You have to know the cadence and the flow to jump in. Yeah. If 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 I am if my rope is herky jerky and I don't know my own flow, yeah. how I expect her to jump in and and, and, and double dutch along. Wow. And if hers is herky jerky, how I expect to find my flow in that. So you really gotta know where the yeah. flow is. Oh, yes, that's, that's really good. I, just, <laughs> I mean, I really have much to say because even me as a single person thinking about, I never thought about it because me as a musician, as, as a musician, my income sometimes is seasonally as pertaining to how the season picks up and sometimes slows down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I may have jobs through the week and sometimes I may not have jobs through the week. Mm-hmm. You know, um, sometimes I may only play one time of the week, which may just be a Sunday morning and that's it for me. Mm-hmm. And so, it's like even for me, like listening to listening to listening to y'all and y'all conversation and, and the dynamics of marriage and ministry, 
It is so much more important. And one of the things I gleaned from it is so important to really know who you are and know where you fit in that particular mold. And, it, and it's okay that you may not fit into her ministry mold yeah. or yeah. what it is, what you're thinking that you may need to fit in, whether that's okay that you're not fit into it, but you know that what you carry is what she needs. Yes. Yeah. That's the key. That's the key. Hey, that's the key. You gotta know what you carry is yeah. what she needs. That's the key. Yeah. That's the key. Or vice versa, you carry yeah. what he needs. Yeah. Yeah. Some women are intimidated by men's ministry because, you know, okay, let's say someone is an itinerant preacher or mm-hmm. not uh, not just to lead to lockdown, not formal ministry, but you are in type of ministry where you're on the road or you're moving around a lot. Correct. And yeah. there's a lot of people around you. Sometimes they're not intimidated by what you do. Mm-hmm. But they're intimidated by who's around you and the attention you're getting. Right. So now you have to make sure that you're secure in your role. Correct. And you have to make sure that you're not giving your spouse um, reason to feel insecure. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That you weren't accepting calls from, from people all hours of the night. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Yeah. And you're not, and, and that's male and female. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know? And, and, and just diverting attention or even. Intimidated by the fact that okay, you may you may have a mega ministry. And by saying mega ministry, I don't just mean church. Right. You may have a mega mega printing company. You may have a mega um, music ministry. Whatever. Mm. And what's mega? You may not be mega to somebody else, right. but you may have something going on where your attention is so consumed by it that now your 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 spouse is just intimidated by the fact that can I get some love? Yeah. Can I get some intimidated some attention? attention? You know, and so you have to be intentional about giving attention to your spouse. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. And so, so guys, that is actually the end of our conversation. And this, like, I felt like it's so much more. But I thank you for tuning in this time. Um, join us again next week where we will have another conversation on ministry and marriage, and it will be on how to argue well among. Ooh married couple. Oh, <laughs> All right guys, so tune in again next week.